to another edition of Zach to the Future. I am your sweet host, Zach Hilton. And uh, this week I will be joined once again, the hostess with the mostess. She's pretty. She's smart. She knows everything about movies. It's Brooke Hilty. Hilty? Yeah, Hilty. I don't know if I know everything about movies. You know pretty damn much. A lot. A lot, a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. Uh, this is Zach to the Future. If you want to get in touch with us, we on Twitter at Zach's Movie Show. We on Facebook, Zach to the Future. We got Gmail. Go ahead and leave us a little Gmail, okay? That's Zach's Movie Show at gmail.com. We already have one request, and I'm really holding out to, uh, to watch this movie, to, you know, review it to see if it still stands the test of time. And I don't know when we're going to get to it, but eventually I plan to. Oh, yeah? It's a rough one. I'm going to promise you right there. Oh, like, gosh. It's tough to say a movie should stand the test of time when it didn't stand on its own. Uh, Back then? Yeah. Oh, So right. that's fun. Um, but tonight, tonight's going to be fun because we are going to be reviewing the San Diego Comic-Con movie trailers that came out, okay? Okay. And then after that, we're going to review an old 80s comedy. It came out in 1984. We are going to see if it, um, you know, if it holds, holds up, up or if it's a clunker. But uh, it is Police Academy. So we'll find out later on on that. But you know what? Let's just jump right in. To San Diego Comic Con. Okay? Yawn it out, man. They didn't know I was yawning. Now they do. Thanks a lot. No problem. Okay, so we just watched a montage of all the trailers just so we're fresh in our head. Fresh. Okay? And there's two trailers that we're not going to really dive deep in because I think they're bad. They're bad trailers. Okay. Um, The first trailer... Which I would say is probably worse because it is the second trailer for this movie, and it just bored me while watching it. Was uh, Ninjago? Oh, Lego okay. G- yeah, like the Lego Ninjago movie. The first teaser, I was like, okay, I, hey, it's like Batman, it's like Lego movie. This right. will be fun. But for some reason, it had some comedic relief. Right, but like this, for some reason, bored the ever living crap out of me. I know. Uh, what were your thoughts on uh, that Ninjago? Um, I'm fearful that we're going to have to watch it. I mean, I'm fearful for all the cartoons that come out that I'm going to watch them. <laughs> but, I mean... Yeah, but, you know, Kid Hilton loves some Ninjago. Yeah, that's true. And I got no problem taking... And Legos. I got no problem taking, uh, taking them to it. I mean, it may surprise... The movie itself may surprise. Right, but I, I mean, I agree with you that... The I feel like the first trailer um really had some of those those comedy points in there, which I feel like the Lego movies are kind of known for. Right. Like they're kid movies about Legos, but then have like those comedy yeah. little st- you know, um for parts sure. in there. For sure. So I feel like this one really started out hot and then that that um second trailer was it was just a little rough yeah i didn't find uh some of the comedy stuff uh as funny Funny, as i did on the first one but uh moving on from there there is a teaser trailer this is the second one i am not into for trailer wise i mean it is a teaser i feel like let me finish 
It is a teaser. They debuted it at Comic-Con. It counts as a teaser. I don't think it's a teaser. I think, like, I Do don't think it's, like, a trailer it? teaser. Do we just watch oh it on gosh. that trailer montage? Yeah, but I, it's not, it has not, it, it's not showing you, essentially, the movie. It's no. it's a teaser. Oh, my gosh, no. Yes, it is. It's a teaser. Anyways, um, the movie that's in question that's bringing us to fight um, is Pacific Rim 2, uh, Uprising, I think that's yeah. the title. Okay. Um, and it's playing like it's a, um, you know, a recruitment, recruitment video. video. And it's showing you the, the you know, the Jaegers uh, doing their thing. And then you see, um, oh, I'm forgetting his name, Finn from Star Wars. Uh, he uh, shows up and he's like, join the uprising because he's English and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, John Boyega, that's his name. Um, and then, you know, it's like coming soon, whatever. And the reason why I count it as a teaser is because, like I said, they debuted it at Comic-Con. It is a teaser to, hey, this movie's coming out. Um, I just think it didn't it didn't do what I think they thought it was going to do for, like, most people. I think they were like, oh, people, they're going to like this. And, like, honestly, hated whatever that rap song that was in it. Oh, I'll give you that. I didn't like the song I that they do- paired with it. Like, I don't like that the Jaegers look cartoonish for this. And it just didn't come off well to me. Um, but, that being said, still amp for the movie. I want a real first trailer, trailer. And that's when I'll really, like, whether or not I'm in or not. Of course, I'm taking Kid because Kid was excited this, as old. I mean, the first one is his favorite movie. Right, right. Hands like down, ever. his favorite movie. Um, so this teaser really got him excited, and I think for for him, what it did is just announce, "Hey, this movie's coming out." I'm actually seeing that they're making it. Right. So for him, I get why he's excited. Right. But for me, a guy who watches trailers and teasers and ads and stuff like that, I just don't think it pulled off what they were looking for. Well, I mean, in fairness, and I'm going to go again with Kid Hilton's reaction in a sense, because his answer kind of was like, did you see the new robots? It was weird that there was one person controlling a robot, because if you go back to the first one, you needed two people. And then he went into this whole Mm -hmm. making me, you know, relive the movie because, you know, I forget like what a movie is about like three months after I've seen it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Everything's fresh to you. Yes. So he was bringing up how you needed two people, half a, you know, and they used half the brain and all this crazy stuff about how it would, you know, you couldn't do it as one person. So he was very intrigued by it. Right. Um, and I think that the key word is intrigued. Yeah. And that's, and that's exactly what it needed to do. Um, so looking forward to the movie. Right. Just and I mean, me, I agree with money, you. Just not, not exactly what I wanted for my first, uh, advertisement for the movie. Okay. I get that. I, I agree with you in the sense that I can't, I, I, I need to see more yeah. before I'm like, heck yeah, this is going to be cool. Yeah. Um, from there, let's move on to some films that I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm not going in a order, but I am basically going in a order, if that makes sense. All right. Um, I the, bet you I know what the last one is. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I know. Fraggle Rock, the movie. Well, what? No, I'm kidding. Um, so the first one that I want to talk about is this uh, Netflix movie, Bright. It stars uh, Will Smith, mm-hmm. Joel Edgerton. 
playing like a troll and it's set in a world where it's like reality like a gritty world meets with a mythological orcs and wizards and all that kind of stuff um kind of very if you think like if harry potter the the um what are the humans called muggles <laughs> you nerd um if the humans knew uh, the wizards existed and we had to coexist. Okay. That's the kind of world we're set in. And I got to be honest, like, and it's directed and written by David Ayer, who um, did Into Watch, uh, Suicide Squad. Like, I really like his work. So I, for my money, I'm looking forward to this. Um, and I think, as you know, like, we have a projector. And since this will not be going to theaters, I think I'm going to watch this movie on the big on our projector big screen well that makes sense i mean it looks fun i mean i like i like will smith and i think Mm -hmm. he's you know he's a fine actor i think he does get put into roles lately that are a little rougher for him but i i think he's going to be able to pull this off what were your thoughts on it um I kind of had a thought of being like, okay, what are you trying to do here? I also thought of Harry Potter, but in the sense of like defensive of being like, um, you're not Harry Potter back mm-hmm. off. Right. Why are you trying to go this route? Oh, really? So yeah. you, you thought that it's encroaching on something I kind of you did. Love? Yeah. Oh, I didn't look at it as like, Ooh, this could be cool. Like I took it as like, whoa. Well, the, um, well, let me ask you a question first. Okay. You know there were things that had wizards with them before Harry Potter, right? Like there's this guy named Merlin who was like, they even reference him in Harry Potter's. Like, you know, they existed first, right? I'm going to hit you with my mic. Don't do it. Just ow. You guys heard that. You guys heard that. Oh, what? Oh, the folly work on this lady. Um, Folly work? Yeah, it's folly. Anyways, um, oh, Foley work. There we go. That's what I was looking (laughs) for. God damn it. You know what? Hit me (gasps) good. Hit me good Foley work. (laughs) (laughs) Such a folly. Um, So you're not into watching this movie. Oh, she's gone. Okay. Well, let me uh, run these airwaves while you're catching your breath here. Jesus. Oh, oh, it's silent almost. Mm. If you hear it, you get a prize. (laughs) Um, but really, so you have no interest in seeing this movie? I didn't say that. I just, I was a little taken aback mm-hmm. with watching it and just being like, whoa. Right. You know, I, I'm intrigued. There's going to be cuss words and stuff, so I think we're cool. Oh, okay. Well, as long as we're cool. Making, yeah, that makes everything better. Oh, yeah. Um, Throw a big F-bomb in there and we're good to go. <laughs> exactly. Um, from there, I think we... In, Again, we're Just not going in order, but Just we're going in order. Um, Thor, Ragnarok. Okay. Um, the first teaser for this movie was fantastic. Got everybody excited. Are you yes. a friend from work? You know what I mean? Yes. Some some good stuff. Funny uh, fact about that you told me the other day. Yes, that is an improv line from a Make-A-Wish kid that was on the set that day. And Chris, uh, uh, you know, the Make-A-Wish uh, child, uh, he uh, was like, hey, you should uh, say this. It'd be kind of funny. And Chris actually did it. Yep. And I think and that's kind of fantastic. I think so, too. Um, but so I think for their second trailer, a lot to live up to. I hope to. he's able to watch it. Uh, I hope so, too. Yeah. Um, And I I really dug this second trailer. I, I think my favorite thing out of it 
is the Was music. Was it the second one? Yeah, it's the second one. Okay. Uh, the music in it, I yeah. find so awesome. Like it's 80s sci-fi right. feel. And I, and I may be wrong, but from what I was hearing, it sounded like the the song uh, Immigrant. Um, if you know it, you know what I'm talking about. They used it in the teaser, but just the 80s synthesizer version of it. Right. Um, and I loved it. I love the Hulk in this. Uh, Bruce Banner being in it and, you know, learning a bit more. Thor still feels funny. It looks like him and Loki are going to have to team up again. Uh, really, we're not getting a lot. We know uh, uh, Blank Chet uh is uh the bad guy and you're getting a little bit more she's the goddess of death and i feel like this movie is going to be kind of radical it you know there's a lot of great comic book movies that come that came out this year and this movie comes out november 3rd but i think i think this is going to stand toe-to-toe with all the other ones that came out Mm -hmm. um what are your thoughts? Um, no, I'm very excited about it. I'm even more excited about the fact that they kind of came out with a runtime. Yes. Of yes. it only being... An hour and 45 minutes. An hour and 45 minutes, which is... Bonkers. Right. Especially in uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, because if I'm correct, I don't think there's been a comic book movie in the MCU under two hours. So I don't know if I'm hey hey if I'm wrong don't strike me but well let us know let us, let us know. please let us know if he's yeah, hit wrong. us on the Twitter but this is the shortest MCU movie at one hour and forty five minutes so this thing's going to move briskly right which I mean I think is important because it's a story plot or a story mm-hmm. piece to the plot right. And it should, you know, move kind of quickly. And I think at that point, it might definitely ring in as as a favorite. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, if there's no drag parts, if right. it could end up being one of the most rewatchable movies. From That's what I mean. The MCU. Like, That's what I'm saying. Just like how fun it is, how easy it's to watch, and that's all you really need. And quick, need. right? And, you know, you're you're able to just sit down, enjoy it, and get those laughs in. Exactly. I mean, I even think Spider-Man: Homecoming this year pulled that off with. I mean, like, and it wasn't one of the longest. It was no. only right. two hours and ten minutes. If I'm right. Um, all right. F- so right now we got our final two trailers that we're going to talk about. Okay. Okay. And right now we're going to talk about Justice League. So. Whoa. Did yeah. not see that coming. You didn't see that coming at all. No. Did you? Yeah, you thought you were being all cute. Oh all my gosh. And now I just think that you're doing it. No, to I'm be not. Like, and <laughs> I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why okay, immediately fine. right here. I love the Justice League trailer. Okay. I think, you know, we get a little bit more of the characters in this. We're learning a little bit more of what their goal is. We even get a glimpse of the villain in this uh this one right here. Um and I think this thing looks so totally epic. Like I I'm trying to like when I think of uh Avengers 2, right. like as big as that movie was, I really don't think it's as epic as okay. this one's looking even okay. and then we go back last year to batman v superman i don't think that looks as epic as this looks right here i can agree with that i i like that i feel like there's a lot of action scenes yes that i've if i compile it in my head 
of all of the trailers and even like the little TV spots that they have going on and things mm-hmm. like that, there's quite a few different scenes of action going on throughout the movie. So I'm very intrigued to see how it's all going to play itself out. Right. And I'm not going to lie. I'm excited to see that Gal Gadot on the uh, screen again. I mean, she's wonderful in Wonder Woman. Amazing. Then not not we don't even have to wait a year. We're only waiting six months total to right. see her again play the role. And I, I mean, I know all the stuff that's going on. The reshoots, they're becoming expensive and stuff like that. But I'm going to tell you what, as long as you make me a great movie, I don't care if it takes you up to the week to film this bad boy. Just give me a great movie and I'll be happy. Right. You know what I mean? Um, And I'm really looking forward to this one. Ben Affleck being Batman is still my, like, I think my favorite Batman. So if I get him on screen one more time. favorite? I would say so. Okay. I would say so. I mean, like. He's just all around. He's right. Got well, Bruce, I mean, we talked bats. about yeah. Kevin Conroy came out yesterday. Both. Kevin Conroy, who is most fans, who he's most fans' favorite Batman. He plays the voice of Batman in the animated series and oh, the okay. video games that oh, you know okay. stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, he was like, yeah, Ben Affleck's the best one. He's the only one out of the live actions that get Bruce and Bats. I get that, and I'm like, you get it, Kevin. You get me. So. I'm looking so forward to this movie. Yes. Um, But now I'm going to my most anticipated because here's my reason why. It's a teaser trailer. Okay. And let me tell you, I've been I've been looking forward to seeing what this movie is about. Ready Player One. Um, And I knew it was a book. And I knew Steven Spielberg was uh, directing it. But um. I didn't know what I was getting into. I know nothing of this movie slash book. Okay, yeah. And when the trailer came on and they're playing the music to Willy Wonka. Right. Then they're showing this guy gunning down Freddy Cougar. Then at one point you're watching the DeLorean going through the streets of some city racing other cars and apparently this is in a world where like they live in virtual reality and stuff like that like my mind was damn blown and just for the fact because i feel like i'm getting a like 80s non-stop referenced movie right well it's from the you know those uh the book from the 80s and 90s right like those um big you know, staple type things. Yeah, the big pop culture. Right, pop icons. culture icons, yeah. Like, Brooke, like, yeah, this is why I saved this for the last. You're taking my decades and making it into okay, one movie. I get that, I get that. So I'm ready to go. I mean, you got, you um, know, Iron Giant, Tron. Yeah, saw Iron Giant, saw Tron. Uh, Back to the Future. Yep. Nightmare on, on Elm Street with yep. Freddy Krueger. You got um, Lord of the Rings in there as mm-hmm. well. So, and that's just to name a few of them. That's just to name a few. And not only that, this is the first time that I've ever watched a trailer that I'm kind of like, I might read the the book before I see the movie. I'm going to read the movie. I'm going to read the movie and watch that book. (laughs) Watch that book every day of my life. Oh, my life. Um, But on the real, I'm thinking about reading it beforehand. Just because I feel like this is. Why? I don't know. Because every time I've read a movie. You've read a movie too? And you've watched the book? Every time I have read a book and then watched the movie, there's a a layer of disappointment. Okay. 
I and that's so just be fair, fair warned. Fair enough, fair enough. But I, I might apparently I might give Steven this a shot. Spielberg was uh, mentioned in the book. Yes, he is. He actually is. Isn't that and like references irony? to some of his yeah, works? His, his yeah. works going to be in the movie. I mean, no, he to, said he said that to the future is produced by Steven Spielberg. Well, yeah. So I mean, and. The guy who did the Back to the Future music is doing the music for this movie. Oh, yeah? So, I'm 100% in. 100% oh, in. No wonder it's your number one. Oh, gosh. I'm going to... Gosh, I wonder why it was my number one. <laughs> All right, uh, so that was San Diego Comic-Con 2017. I got to say, I think there were a lot of great trailers. Um, we came out on top on this one. And you know what? I wasn't going to do this, but I think we should mention it. We watched the leaked version of the Avengers trailer. We did. And I'm not going to many, lie. Many different versions to yes. get, so that we could get a, like a full view in our head. And I'm not going to lie. Oh, so awesome. And if I would have saw the real version, like, you know, a, a put out uh-huh, version of this, uh-huh. this would be my number one. Okay. But because it was leaked and I'm not getting the whole thing. And I get it. You know, people pay money to go to Comic-Con. They deserve their own special things. But I feel once something gets leaked like that, right. that's when it's like, There's like okay. a ton of different leaks. Right. And the fact that they're not stopping it or putting out their own version so we don't have to watch some crap fest, I, it kind of boggles my mind. Almost to the point of like, this to me, you know, I, I understand Thor's coming out this year and there's some Thor scenes in the trailer, but dudes like you're the ones that are announcing and putting out these things like years in advance right like right. i i get that. i get that your movies rarely have stakes and this will be the first movie that has stakes yeah but still i just i i wish they would have just released uh the real trailer yeah, yeah i get that i wonder if it'll be it, well no it wouldn't be an end scene or anything like I that i think well no i don't think thor's going to have I think the end scene of Thor will lead into this. Right. Because yeah, I get that. I get that. I feel yeah. like I feel like the goddess of death is going to have the death gem. So I think somehow that's going to go feed into okay. Thanos. Um but I think we should get our first trailer for the movie at Thor. Oh, okay. I I, I think I get where you're coming from. Just because right. I feel like we got promo. You know, yeah, exactly. Hey, um, this is your audience. And then by the time Black Panther comes out, we'll get a second trailer. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's what my thoughts Move are. Move it along. All right. Well, speaking of moving it along, great segue there, Thanks. Brooke. Um, we are now going to review the 1984 comedy Police Academy. And IMDb says this about the movie. A group of good-hearted but incompetent misfits enter the police academy, but the instructor's there are not going to put up with their pranks. Okay, so the way this movie starts off is the city that they're in, is it Detroit? I think it's Detroit. Um, no one's talking to you, Alexa. You just heard my Alexa. Um, so this movie, basically, the mayor's like, he they're, they're throwing the rule book out, and anybody can... Um, joined the police academy. Right. So the beginning of this shows like all these, you know, misfits like IMDb says, uh, going to the police academy. Steve Gutenberg, the star of the movie, he's um, he, he's been in some uh, troubles. He's, uh, you know, gotten himself in the hot water, if you will. And so uh, his like 
parole officer or something? I think when, he, yeah, like when he went to um, the police mm-hmm. um, because he was in trouble, yeah. they took him there. They were like, you know what? You're constantly in and out of here. You need a right. wake up call. Right. You're going to be going to the police academy right. now that we're accepting everybody. And uh, he didn't know it at the time, but uh, was pretty much told like they, you know, they called over there, told the officers and stuff like you can't. You can't fire anybody. You can't right. make them. Right. They, yeah. Once, they have um, to decide to quit. They have to decide to quit. Anybody you can't can kick go, anybody out there. You can't kick anybody for. out. And G.W. Bailey, who plays Lieutenant Harris, wants people quitting left and right. right. He hates all these recruits. Uh, Kim Cattrall's in this movie. You love her from I Sex in the City. Uh, Bubba Smith is playing Hightower. Uh, I'm just naming some of the characters. Commandant Lassard was pay- played by uh, George Gaines. And he he's funny to me because, like, I remember growing up thinking, like, if for some reason I always thought it was Lloyd Bridges, but it was this guy. But they had a very similar take, like, on characters from, like, Hot Shots and stuff like that. So I, I, I thought it was funny that I couldn't, as a kid... Uh, replace either of them okay um but this movie it has a lot of gags it's very it's very raunchy in a way yes like there's at one point you know they're they're trying to throw out steve gutenberg's character so they put like a hooker in his room but then he takes the hooker Mahoney, yeah. yeah Mahoney. uh Mahoney takes the hooker into like this uh um uh, this auditorium and people are about to have like some kind of presentation there. So he, him and the hooker go under this uh, podium. podium and then Commandant Lassard gets uh, BJ from said hooker. And mm-hmm. then when he's walking away, you see Steve Gutenberg, uh, Mahoney, Mahoney, excuse me, uh, looking out. So like very raunchy. Um, I think I still got laughs out of this movie. You did. You were laughing. I was laughing. But while sitting there. I I could also accept that it was a very nostalgic feel and I don't think the movie holds up as well today as it could um and I think like when I think of movies like Ghostbusters and Caddyshack yeah. like those movies to me are still classic and I I thought growing up this was put into that category okay but now I'm taking out of it out of it is, taking it out, yeah. Yeah, taking it out because I think it's good. I, I enjoy it, but I don't think I could sit like a 18-year-old or 22-year-old here, if not like a movie fan, but like just a regular Joe Schmo and be like, oh, watch this movie and see how great it is. And I don't think they would find it that great. Well, see, here's the thing. Guess who did not have any nostalgia? Because right. that was the first time I saw it. Right, you saw it. Um, And I thought it was okay. Right. Right. Like I felt like it had, okay, so there's some little funny laughs or whatever. Mm-hmm. But overall, I was like, eh, that's all right. I was shocked to see what kind of money it made, though. Okay. Uh, tell me about the money. So apparently, estimated it took $4.5 million Okay. To, to make it. To make 4. it. 5. Yeah. Okay. And 80s money. That ain't bad. Yeah. So you also have to think about that, that it's yeah. in the 80s. Um, and it grossed 80 two that's a lot of million money. that's a lot of money u.s yeah. so 
Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great amount of money. I mean, which makes sense of why they spawned so many sequels. Right. And granted, the sequels, as you go, got dumber and dumber and stupid and whatever. I, yeah. Like Mission to Moscow. Oh, boy, oh, boy. But, um... I, and you know what? I get why it was funny back then because it was very, like I said, raunchy. It's Animal House. It's Animal House meets the Police Academy. So I get why people went to go see it. But, like, I just felt like besides Mahoney, I didn't care about anybody else. And I get Michael that. Winslow, because he's making the. Like, of course funny. he's funny. But, like, besides that, I just wasn't feeling all the side characters. Like, Tackleberry, I thought was used better in sequels than he was here. Um, so I, w- I would say if you're a fan of the series, go ahead and watch it. I feel like if you are a movie fan and you want to see what, you know, your your friends from older times thought of this movie, go for it. I just don't think anybody really needs to watch it. Yeah, I was going to say, I would not recommend it to be like, oh, yeah, let's right pop this in, you know, to... Have those good laughs and stuff. Like I said, there were some. I'm yes. not knocking it. Oh, yeah, I laughed. But overall, I'm just like, eh, I've seen better. Yeah. Movies I, from like that time. Yeah. You know, I agree. that made me laugh. Laugh. Um, I will say this I think it is a perfect candidate to be remade. I would agree with that. I, I think, think that it could really. The premise is simple. Right. And I think, like, looking at it from when they were... were, Just don't do the same gags. No, don't do the same gags. But then you look at, like, the state we are in now. Like, I think they have a very similar, like, message that you can put out there. Absolutely. Um, And I can just... I can just see, for some reason, like, I have... Like Seth Rogen in my head, James Franco. Like I see those type of guys. I think you have to make it rated R. Yeah, and like almost so not was, was too. This one rated R. I think so. Not, but the eighty actually no because the eighties were weird. Um, I do think that um, it was rated R. Okay, cool. I don't think you need to like twenty one Jump Street. It. No. I don't think you need to spoof it. I yeah, just think it needs it. to be a comedy starring those guys. But um, so you think it was okay? And if like you're about like with me, unless if you're some kind of film nerd, no right. need to really watch it. But should be remade. I think. I completely concur. Sweet Brooke, thank you for joining me this week. Thanks for having me on. No problem. Anything you want to plug? I got nothing. <laughs> I'm I gonna. What? I could plug my um, NFL team. But yeah, plug. Uh, you know what? They don't. They just need to see you play. That's they true. should. They should just watch just and find me. Just find find you on the NFL. <laughs> find find Brooke on at NFL on Twitter. Dot com. Yep. <laughs> oh, you said on Twitter. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for joining Zach to the Future. Remember, we're on Twitter at Zach's Can Movie Show. Can it be like Show. Zach and Brooke to the Future? Yep. Um, we also are a part of the podcasting couch, so go to Instagram podcasting underscore couch, uh, that, you know, we post funny pictures and it, uh, leads us to, uh, here where you can listen to these episodes. We, uh, are on podcastingcouch.podbean.com to listen to this show, taking home anything in the future, all that. And, uh, I hope you guys have a good one. So, uh, thank you for listening. Thanks. Yeah, you had to get the last one in there. Yeah, then you had to call him.